Gave it back to Hughes. 13 seconds left. Elias Patterson bringing it right side. Shooting and deflected off of Carlson. McMichael now a turnover. The shot and they score with 4.8 seconds left. Miller in front finishes it for Vancouver and that is a heartbreaker. A game winner in overtime with 4.8 seconds left. And the Vancouver Canucks win it by a score of 3-2. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals get a point, but lose a heartbreaker to Vancouver. An off day today, and Colorado in tomorrow night. And Craig Laughlin from Monumental will join us. Good morning, everybody. Today is Monday, February 12th. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. It was a good weekend for the Capitals against two of the NHL's best with just 22 hours between puck drops against Boston and Vancouver. After perhaps Washington's best game of the season Saturday and a 3-0 win over the Bruins, Spencer Carberry's team almost did it again yesterday against the Canucks. Nick Dowd scored just 108 into the game to give the Caps an early lead, and Alex Ovechkin later in the second period gave the Caps a 2-1 advantage. Vancouver would tie the game midway through the middle frame and neither team would score again in regulation. In overtime, there were chances at both ends. Connor McMichael on a breakaway almost won it for Washington, but JT Miller scored the game winner with less than five seconds remaining in three-on-three. Final score, Vancouver three and Washington two. Yes, it was still three points out of four against the best the league has to offer this season, but losing it the way they did was heartbreaking. It's an off day for the team today. There will be a morning skate tomorrow prior to a home game with a high-flying Colorado Avalanche tomorrow night. Today on the show, we catch up with our pal Craig Laughlin from Monumental on the confidence of Alex Ovechkin and his goal-scoring streak, the resilience of T.J. Oshie, the win in Boston, and more. Well, Craig, thanks for joining us. The Mentors trip is always so much fun, and to be able to, in Florida, to see some of the new dads, it's been kind of a changing of the guard when you've got a lot of younger players or a lot of guys that were on their first Mentors trip. A guy like Beck Malenstein, we talked to Ken quite a bit. It's always a good time for us to be able to get to know the dads of these guys. It's fantastic. As a player, you know, I never had the opportunity. We never had those type of trips, and I guess we went back a lot of years when Barry Trotz was one of the first guys to implement this, and I just think it's a great thing. I think players look forward to it during the course of the year. We look forward to it because we're able to meet their parents, their dad, their siblings, or whoever comes on the trip. And it's very, I think it's a unique experience, and we're a sport that doesn't. I'm not sure any other sport does it, and I think that it brings the team closer together. I think it makes it more of a family atmosphere, and players want to step up. John, you know you play in front of your family and friends. You want to play great. 
And I think that was a very good road trip for the Caps. Well, and the step-up part, especially in Boston, and Spencer Carberry said after the game that might have been their best game of the year. It looked it from a defensive standpoint. Boston didn't have room to breathe and 200 feet of the ice, and the Caps were opportunistic with offense. Really good to see, and I hope that that's something they can blueprint and kind of do it moving forward. Colorado coming in tomorrow and then back on the road with Montreal on the weekend. They have to find momentum off that style of game. I think when you look at it as a player... When you play a game like that, you find belief in the game, the structure, the system, the coaches. You find belief in all that. So now all of a sudden, you should go into games coming up with more positivity, more energy, more everything. Because you've now put together a blueprint of how you have to play to beat the big boys, to stay in the hunt. And I think that was a huge game for them. I don't think, and you said maybe the best game of the year. I think it might be the best game in the last couple of years, shutting down a team like Boston, the way they played. Boston didn't have a sniff five-on-five. They had very few chances. I thought the game could have been 6 nothing, let alone 3 nothing. If they don't have Swayman, it's a totally total blowout that Caps dominated that much. It's been maybe one of the biggest success stories for Spencer Carberry in his first year behind the bench, the play of Anthony Mantha, one of the leading goal-getters on this team. We saw the change going into the Boston game where they kind of got the band back together yeah. with Mantha, McMichael, and Protus. And the hope is now, where Mantha was struggling earlier in the year, now he's the guy that's driving the bus, and you hope that he can get those guys going a little bit. It's been a little tough for Mikey, although he was really good in the Boston game, a lot yeah. of speed with his game. But trying to get those guys in the back of the net, that can make this team only better down the stretch. It's just, you look at that line you just mentioned him, it's about chemistry and it's about, you know, Michael controlling the middle of the ice. Anthony meant that when he is skating, he's a horse, you know you look back over his career and when he played with Detroit, everyone says well he played with Larkin. Well Larkin, you've got to remember, plays a very fast game. That allows Anthony to get open, hit a seam at the right time and I think Connor allows him to do the same type of things. The biggest change for me and Anthony Mantha from last year to this year is he looks lighter on his feet he's driving the posts he's getting inside he's using his side if you watch him closely he really shields a puck now instead of just giving it away or trying to make a play or just throw it at the net for an easy stop he's wanting the puck and forcing the defenseman to make moves on him and defend against him and when you're that big it's such a difference in the game he's having a great year Alex Ovechkin was asked of Spencer Carberry before the Vancouver game yesterday by Tom Galitti about it. It may sound strange when a guy's got 833 goals, (laughs) but the confidence that you need to have to score goals in a league, no matter who you are, even if you're number two all time. And now running off a bit of a goal streak here, for Alex, it's nice to see that confidence start to return and that swagger start to return. It's been a tough year for him, but you'd like to think this recent stretch is something that can get him going and sustain this team offensively, maybe down the stretch. I told my wife, I said, if I had only known I could go to Dubai and ride a camel and my game would turn around, John, I would have done it all season long. I don't know if that was the change, whether it was the heat, whether it was the camel. I'm not sure, but something has sparked Alex. He looks like a different player. You know, we can't think that maybe he was injured or not. We don't know. But the thing about Alex, I think he's skating better than he did early this season. He's cutting into lanes. He's getting the puck, and he's not bobbling. He's shooting the puck now like Alex Ovechkin always does. He has been a totally changed player. 
and it's been incredible to watch. So, Johnny, you and I are taking a camel ride. I'm just saying, we need to get 12 camels and get the forwards on them, I guess. That's the plan. That's the route to success around here. I want to ask you about TJ Oshie. He's knocking on the door, 300 goals, 1,000 games, and just the resiliency overall. I was really moved in Boston that with the dads that weren't there and Joel Edmondson, too, and the guys, you know, that's a tough trip when your dad yeah. isn't there. And I just thought that these guys who care for each other so much and for TJ, I feel like he's a guy that could have played in your era, could have played in Absolutely. any era. Absolutely. He's like a heart and soul guy that you just want to play hard for. You know, he gives it his all. He leaves everything on the ice, you know. He does so much off the ice in the community and then on the ice. That's why he's so beloved. It's a combination of being a great guy, a great teammate, a great father, a great husband. All these things go hand in hand. And I think I look back on that trade and they always say, of course, my trade was the biggest trade. You know that. But... <laughs> But, but the I read team, that somewhere. I probably wrote it. But I think when you look back, TJ, for Brower back in the day, has that ever turned into gold for the Caps? Yeah. Not only the way he's represented the Caps, he's had the career that he's had, knocking on 300 goals. And, Johnny, 300 goals is an incredible milestone. There's, you know, you, there's been 750 players all time playing the NHL. There's not many that score 300 goals. So TJ has done it the hard way. He plays the game hard. He plays plays the game fearlessly. He's competitive. And to me, to see him reach that milestone would be fantastic. Yeah, really, one of the best trades in team history. I don't think there's any doubt when you look back to 2015 and all the way to now. Uh, trade deadline's coming. One of the things that this team has to evaluate from Brian McClellan on down is where this team is in a week, maybe two weeks. The win in Boston certainly kind of buoyed the hopes a little bit, yep. and maybe things can get a little bit better than they had been previously there. But as good as the Boston game was, you've got to be able to carry it forward. You got Colorado coming in. You're going to Montreal. You got New Jersey coming in next week. Yep. And then another road trip back down to Florida to see Tampa and the Panthers again. So a lot of tough games still, even though this has been maybe the toughest stretch. A lot of tough games as they try to claw back here before the trade deadline. I think it gives a good measuring stick time for McClellan and his staff and the rest of the scouts to really break down what we have here in Washington and what sort of players we're going to need moving forward. Can we make a run for the playoffs? It's going to be the big thing over the next week or so. Then he's got to really evaluate what he can get in return for some of the players that are maybe out playing out their contract. I think there's going to be a wild market at the end. I think so many teams believe they have a chance to win the Stanley Cup this year. You talk about parity, but I think there's parity only in the top 10 or 12 teams this year. So they're going to try to make moves, I think, to make that better team for the playoff run. So I think there's a lot of evaluation going around. I think he's got to look seriously at every single player, everything that they bring to the team. And then, you know, in Washington, Johnny, we've got to stay competitive. You know, it's, it's never going to be, oh, we're going to rebuild. That's not the case. We're going to reset because this team still wants a chance to win the cup again. They still want Ovechkin to reach Wayne Gretzky and move on further. So there's some juggling to be done there, and it's going to come down in the next couple of weeks for sure. See what happens as we move forward here toward the beginning of March trade deadline and down the stretch. Craig, always a slice of heaven to talk with you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Just bought a new camel. See you later. <laughs> Who knew that all Alex Ovechkin needed to get back to scoring goals was a ride on a camel? The always entertaining Craig Lachlan joining us here this morning. It's the Capitals and the Colorado Avalanche tomorrow at 7 Eastern, 6.45 airtime on 106.7 A Fan. And always right here on Caps Radio 24-7, heard for free at CapsRadio247.com. Have a great Monday, everybody. 
For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Cavs! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.